0: I'm um, talking to Eva Sochorova today. Uh, we're talking about trauma, um, her personal traumas, and uh, uh, things that happened to her as a teenager, but uh, mainly about uh, prenatal and birth trauma, um, twinless twins, uh, womb twins, uh, super interesting stuff, both. The symptoms, or or what it means to people, plus uh, what actually, uh, how to heal it, and how to find out. It's believed that 10 to 12 percent of all embryos, or or, what to say, babies, in stomachs are in wombs. Sorry, are are um, are twins when they are conceived, but uh, only one of them gets born, and. yeah, that can have some consequences. So we talked a lot about this and uh, very, very interesting topics and how her personal story in this is and how he, she has dealt with this and now she works um, helping others with the same issues and other issues as well through different methods of, of, of therapy. Um, and yeah, a little bit about the sponsors. That is Alpha Jobs Alfred.c set in the app store as well. Uh, jobs all over the Czech Republic and Slovakia in English, Czech, and Slovak. Check that out. And then the Oat Bar Cypher 21 in Shishkov. Super cool food, healthy ingredients, nothing nasty. And uh, available for sitting in, uh, takeaway, and delivery on Vault and Bolt. And yeah, check that out. Great stuff. Thank you guys. Uh, welcome to my bunker, Eva Sokorova. How are you today?
1: Fine, thank you.
0: Yeah, You have an exciting evening um, ahead of you, not just being here, but you have two dogs at home that you're taking care of now, right? Yeah,
1: just temporarily, Yeah. babysitting.
0: Two dogs in puberty, so there's going to be a lot of action.
1: Yes, definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so you are here to talk about um, uh, trauma, and, uh, and then certain ways of, of uh, healing trauma and uh, birth traumas specifically that I found very, very interesting. But uh, when we... I, I, I met you through... Uh, we have a mutual friend, Simona. Um, how, how do you know her?
1: Uh, Simona, she's my friend from the Biodynamic Body Psychotherapy training. Uh-huh. We share the same room there. And, like, uh, it's a really beautiful person. She's a really beautiful person. And uh, it's beautiful talking to her, and she's giving me so much. And Yeah, Yeah,
0: she was here a few episodes ago um, talking about flirting. Um, Guys, if you haven't checked that episode out already, then check it out. Uh, Simona has basically flirted her way through life. And um, as Eva says, she's a very nice person, Uh, really nice to have conversations with her, and... and, um, but yeah, we, we, I, I found you and I, I started looking into this uh, biodynamic uh, therapies and, and uh, th- biodynamic body therapy, right?
1: It's body bi- biodynamic body psychotherapy, but I'm doing not only this. Oh. I also do uh, like uh, aerogenetic training, which is another body psychotherapy training uh, oriented on uh, resources. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, I'm really into this aerogenetic training.
0: What is aerogenetic?
1: Aerogenetic, um, it's created by Goosey Grace Volem. She's from Denmark mm. and uh, she invented this uh, this uh, body psychotherapy and uh, it's like, it stands, the, the name aerogenetic stands for three words. Uh, first is eros. It's like it's not like anything sexual. It's partly yes, but eros is like your desire for life, mm. uh, genes. It's like what you have inherited from your parents, and uh, ethics. Ethics stands for the the values of your soul, mm-hmm. and so it works with within these three dimensions. And I highly recommend this. Uh, uh-huh. This. Uh,
0: but you do a lot of other. I mean, you're a lawyer, for example. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really cool to say. For example. Yeah. So uh, and 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 you worked as a lawyer in 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 public service, right?
1: Yes. Yes, I did.
0: Yeah. And uh, so you you do a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, I did law. Lo- I did law for like. Uh, I wanted to become a lawyer because I was searching for justice. Mm. But in the end, I found out it's not so much about justice; mm. it's about paragraphs mm. and sections, you know. Yeah. And but it earned me money, so I could uh, I could pay for these trainings.
0: Yeah, so you could transition yourself into more like psychotherapy and exactly. and, and therapeutic work. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit. So you you're born here in the Czech Republic in in. Uh, in a place called Havlíkov Brod, which is a, like a mountainous area, right?
1: Um, Havlíkov Brod, it's in Vysocina. Mm. It's a little bit highlands, mm. but I originally come from uh, Petřkov, which is a village with 120 inhabitants, mm-hmm. but it's quite famous because maybe you have heard about Bohuslav Reinek. Uh He's a he did po- Christian poetry, and he did some graphics. He. O- also had this exi- exhibition in uh, Valtinsky Palace, so he he's quite famous in Czech Republic, and he had two sons, uh, and they were really nice people, very humble, but really very really nice people.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And how was your? How 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 are you from a big family? Is it like a um, bunch of siblings and?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I have two older brothers. Mm. And uh, like we grew up in the village uh, in a in a farm, and so there was there was my grandmother and grandfather, and also until I was four, there was also my great grandmother. Mm-hmm. And you know, I had so four
0: s- generations under the same roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had two older brothers.
1: Yes. Yeah, I have two older brothers uh, living. Yeah. But also, I also had siblings who. Weren recognized in my family, which was uh, my aborted sibling before I was born, and also I had a womb twin, mm. which uh, I found out uh, lately in my life.
0: Talking about th- that, because we're we going to actually talk about womb twins later more. But uh, just for the listeners, um, and you correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I, I've been reading up on this subject, which I found very interesting. Um, so it's basically is that uh, possibly scenario is that a pregnant woman is scanned for the first time or, or has the ultrasound for the first time. Then there are two embryos visible.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And then when she comes for the second or third time, even there is only one left.
1: Yes, and nowadays usually women know, so it's good.
0: How, how do they know? From from, from, the, from, the, from the, the ultrasound. ultrasound. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Previously, when in eighties, when I was my mother got pregnant with me, mm. uh, the ultrasounds were used just uh, in um, occasional uh, like uh, very dangerous uh, situations. situations. Yeah, yeah so uh, my mother, she didn't know and the only way she could know would be if she would bleeding during like uh, first two, three months uh-huh. or uh, during the birth at the placenta there can be a piece it's called like papyrus mm. it's called papyrus and that that is the rest of the other twin. Mm. So it's called the vanishing twin syndrome, but the point is the twin does not vanish. You you absorb it. I have mm-hmm. a twin in my in me
0: mm.
1: or it's in, in on the placenta.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and, and 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 the surviving twin mm-hmm. no, knows about this or feels this somehow.
1: The, that's the point. You don't know it unless somebody tells you. Mm. But uh, there are symptoms mm. that you you search for the twin, mm-hmm. which affected my my whole life, mm. and that's why I went for the thera- psychotherapy. Yeah. And you have this feeling you're searching for not not only twin for anything for the sense of life. Also, you feel alone. Mm. Um, Something is missing somehow. Yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah. you, but yeah, we, we will come come to that more. But, um, I I guess when you were a little girl, uh, you were not aware of this. You know, yeah. like it was not like.
1: But I was asking my mom, I want to have another sibling. Mm-hmm. Or when I was like six, I wanted to be twin with my best friend, mm-hmm. because what the uh, surviving twin does, it uh, it searches for substitute, substitute uh-huh. person.
0: Uh huh. And you remember, the, you have memories of this yourself. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I wanted to have a, a little brother or sister.
0: Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And how how, and and what what answers did you get? Like or you know, like because it's. If you're seeking a twin, I mean, did people find it strange that that you were talking about this?
1: But they don't know that you're looking for a twin. No, you know, they just think that I want to have another sibling, sibling. You know, yeah. and my mother already had like three kids, mm. one aborted, mm. so there was no <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no kid.
0: Um, but what about uh, the family life? How was that? Were you a happy kid and everything was good?
1: Well. Um, I was not really mm. like, I thought, I thought I am okay. And, um, uh, mm, like everybody was telling me, like if something happened and I went, uh, like complaining on my parents or something like this. So I got the answer. You should understand them. Mm. You should understand your parent. But who understood me? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) So I felt kind of alone on my feelings. Mm. Or there was another situation that if I said, there's something happening to me, like I'm sad or, I don't know, like uh, depressed. They told me, oh, you should go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. But what happens if you go to the doctor? You become a patient. Mm. And what happens if you come to a parent and complain a bit about something? Then they say, Oh, you are ill.
0: Mm-hmm. So it, that. Yeah, it's a, it's a. Then you got into a circle.
1: Yeah, you lose your power. Mm-hmm. Actually,
0: that's an interesting point that I, I didn't yeah, it's think a about. V- vicious it. circle. Yeah, it's a vicious circle. And but your parents divorced, right? Yes. When when you were. Like a little kid, or or. Uh,
1: yeah, what I know that my father asked for divorce when I when my mother was in this six weeks after birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was about um, getting divorced at that mm-hmm. time,
0: you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so you you grew up with your mom.
1: Mm-hmm. I grew up with my mom, mm. and she found uh, her partner, another partner, and already when I was one year, mm. yeah, and we lived with that partner, like my stepfather, for another thirty years. Mm-hmm. So, but I I always found him. I called him his name, mm-hmm. Irka, and I found him uh, not my father. Mm-hmm. yeah so
0: and but did he fi- find you as his daughter or, or
1: um, yeah well, he behaved to me in a really nice way.
2: Mm.
1: At the same time when I was in puberty, uh, you know, <laughs> there were some conflicts. Uh, I also remember like telling him oh you're not my father you you should not uh, tell me what to do exactly mm. yeah but um, in the end I s- actually he's deceased already so mm. but he was nice person in mm. in his heart he he meant a lot to me mm-hmm. yeah.
0: uh, and how how was it like now you you mentioned that that you felt um, different somehow that that, that something was not right already as a kid. How was it for your older brothers? Did, did they have any any of this? Did or or did you feel like you were like different from everybody there?
1: Uh, you know, knowing nowadays knowing the symptoms of uh, womb, sur- womb twin, mm. like surviving womb twin, I know I was exactly that. I had exactly the symptoms. Mm. I had bad relation with my mother. I was hypersensitive, and I believe that my brothers could. Uh, saw me like that. I'm. I wanting too much attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, it was kind of um, like a war war zone for me. It was like war zone because my my brothers. The divorce happened when it was they they were seven and six, mm-hmm. and when I was eight, um, my oldest brother was fifteen. Uh, my oldest brother and Yirka had really. Huge conflicts, mm. and uh, and my brother was bullying me, and then my brother left to to our father, mm-hmm. and I remember I was like I'm so happy I can have my computer now because mm-hmm. my brother left, mm-hmm. but later lately on I realized that there were two sides. This I'm happy he he left, mm. but at the same time I lost also my brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and because and because I had this womb twin uh, issue mm. and if somebody leaves you feel abandoned mm-hmm. so it re-traumatized me, mm. my brothers leaving
0: mm-hmm.
1: exactly the same way
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: and how was it with your father, how was the relationship with him and, and you know like because often when especially in those times when people divorced you just stop seeing the dad or, or the mom or yeah. whomever you're not with
1: yeah the thing was that even worse uh, was the distance mm. because he lives in um, in Vsekin, which is close to borders to Slovakia mm. and it takes like four, four or five hours by car. Mm-hmm. So from three years to eight years, we went every year on holiday there for two weeks in summer. Mm-hmm. So I, I just saw my father two weeks per year in summer. Uh-huh. Yeah, And what was my way, you know, I was in this Oedipus phase mm. where daughter loves his father and it, you know, brings this all energy in your life and you're so into your father. The same happens to boys, mm. um, to towards mother. And um, yeah, so I was like, he's my God.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, so I was really craving for him. I loved him. I mm. love him so much, mm. so much.
0: But then you you went there also later as a teenager.
1: Yeah, yeah. We didn't see each other for five years, mm. and uh, or five six years. And then I went there for. It, I initiated the contact when I was fourteen, mm. and I went there, uh, firstly to celebrate his birthday, and then in in summer for two weeks uh, for holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what happened. Yeah.
0: And how 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 was that? After five years of not having contact, I mean, how how?
1: You know, in me there was this little girl who was so, in I all my childhood I was craving that he saves me mm-hmm. because I didn't have a good relation with my mother. I didn't feel safe there. Nobody understood me, and um, so I was like, finally, finally, I have somebody to understand me because I had really nice relationship when, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, so I had this little girl excited, mm. and then he he abused this, um, this innocence in me. Like, the point is, um, uh, he sexually abused me, mm. and mm, you know, it's problem talking about it because mm. it's taboo, yeah. and also because it was not real like sexual, sexual intercourse. Mm. So I, I was thinking, oh, like nothing really happened. But the point is, you know, if somebody abuse you, it's not only about the body, but it's uh, it's about this. I loved him mm. and the trust, and the trust, and he mm. betrayed me, mm. and that was so so painful.
0: Mm. Yeah, and that happened just once. Or, yeah, and, yeah, and and how and what did you do then? I mean, did did you were you able to tell someone or or or, or how?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, the following day, I I told my best friend. Mm. I called her. I told her.
0: And you were fourteen.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and then um, from time to time, I told somebody. Like I told my the the oldest brother. Mm. I told him. Uh, when I was eighteen, I told my mom mm-hmm. in the argument, mm. and yeah, but nothing really happened, you know. <laughs> and how
0: did these people react? I mean, how did they when when you told them that that you had been abused by your father? How and like your older brother was the one that was mm. living with him, right? Did they yeah. did they defend? Or did he defend him or or?
1: Mm, he didn't. Didn't he? Didn't. But uh, the point is, people don't know how to react. Mm. I think they're really afraid of these topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I felt alone in this mm. the whole time. My mom, she told me... Uh, I can't remember. No, that was another issue. Mm. <laughs> because when I was 13 or 12, uh, I shaved my hair. Uh-huh. And my mom she got worried what ha- was happening so she went to psychologist and she she asked her what to do mm. and the psychologist told her let her be mm mm-hmm. yeah so that that's what happened mm. and but you know I could see already during my child- char- childhood at school that I had these symptoms of trauma, but nobody worked on it you know nobody recognized that and that's that's what I have now really issue uh, that i th- the professionals still can't recognize what the trauma is. Mm. I do not mean trauma by uh, sexual assault or um, like murder or something, Mm. like Mm. being witness of murder. Mm. Like, yes, of course, it's trauma. But there are like, it's called complex trauma, Mm. complex PTSD. And it's more subtle, like it's not so obvious but it's it's like if you live in um, not safe environment, you develop uh, defensive strategies. Yeah, yeah so mechanisms. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly, and you can see it in people, mm. and people have it a lot, mm. and
0: but they don't know why. Exactly. Because they never witnessed a murder or you know, exactly. no, no major event that you can yeah. explain it with. Yeah. But, uh, but a little bit back to 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 this uh, how how. This abuse was being dealt with. How how did you feel yourself? I mean, did you did it change you somehow, or 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 or, or you felt rejected more, or or how was the?
1: Mm, not really. I I felt the same because mm-hmm. yes, of course. I came home and I was like from the previous years. I was like, oh my father, oh my father. So I just stopped talking about father, and I I never wanted to go back mm-hmm. there. But like personally I felt the same actually because I already had a lot of trauma from my uh prenatal phase. So my I didn't change really bodily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had still my bodily reactions to toward, toward, towards the triggers. Mm-hmm. So di- it didn't really affect me in this way in like changing mm-hmm. my psychology.
0: Yeah. And uh but how 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 was this because this, this is a very sensitive age i mean and you are um as you say you shave your hair when you're 12 and you're 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 craving i guess some sort of an attention and recognition within the family and then you have this with your father which is not exactly what you you came with very different expectations than you left with um how was this affecting your teenage years and, you know, I don't know, social life, school and, and boyfriends and all mm-hmm. these things?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't felt really good as a girl. Mm. Mm, I had problems with boys. Uh, I, if I was interested in somebody, I was afraid to show interest. So I was pretending I cannot see the person, mm-hmm. which comes from this womb, womb twin issue. Uh, but at the same time, I had a really beautiful friends at the secondary school, and they were my family. Mm. And because of them, I could go through this uh, this uh, growing up.
0: This period.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: Um. And and were you a good student? Were you you know good in school and and interested in school? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That. That's. Also, the sign of trauma. I I did a lot of people pleasing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so f- since elementary school, I had well, number one on, uh-huh. on my grades. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I was trying trying hard in this way. I wasn't the best student, but I could do that. Mm. You know, if I wanted. to. And
0: why why do you think that? Why why is that reaction? Because you want to show people that you can. Two things, or, or what's the trigger there? I mean, or what's the?
1: You know, you don't want to be rejected.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I um, like being unwanted as a child in a womb. It it goes in your life mm. as a as people pleasing. You don't want anybody to reject you. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to comply all the time.
0: And and you wanted. I don't know, your your mom to see that you were a good student or, 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 or was it more for the, I don't know, the, the society around you?
1: Yeah, f- more for the society because I had really bad relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't, I was really rude to my mom mm-hmm. and um, because she didn't understand me at all, had really bad relationship. And so I didn't really, no, like for me being at school, was the way how to get out of this away from away? Mm. Yes, to get away. I can live better life than you. I wanted to be totally different than you, than her. Mm-hmm. And you know, I wanted to become university student, and you know, I wanted to become a lawyer in international law. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So. And. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and then you did that. I mean, you, <laughs> you, you go to university. Yeah, And then, I guess, then you move here to Prague, right? Yes, for to studying,
1: study. I came to Prague.
0: Charles University. Mm-hmm. That's one mm-hmm. of the oldest universities in the world, right? I think so. I, th- I think so. I'm pretty sure. It sounds good. Let's make it, that's true. From now on, that's the truth. Um, and you move here alone? Yes. At eight, 18 or? or, or
1: yeah, I think 19, yeah, like this. After mm-hmm. the secondary school, but mm-hmm. I was not so... So alone, I had my friends yeah. coming to Prague as well to study. To study, mm-hmm.
0: yes. and how? But how was that to get away or go away from the family? Then I mean to be out of out of this environment and in, uh, you know you have you can create whatever you want.
1: Yeah, relief. Yeah, very much relief. Yeah, yeah, because there were a lot of disputes, and you know I don't want to talk totally like in a bad way about my, my family. They they did a lot for me, and I really appreciate them. And I, now, what I can see from my perspective, I was kind of like problematic mm. child, mm. so and they still stand by my side. Mm. So I think that's really nice family, actually.
0: Mm.
1: But you know, I like if they respect me, yeah, my opinion and what I tell.
0: Yeah, and to understand or try to understand what it is that yeah. actually was bothering you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But when and when you when this is then around the time when you tell your mom about the abuse from your father, what was her reaction to that?
1: Uh, you know, she was she herself was uh, like um, I would say fucked
2: up. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she couldn't handle it. Yeah, so and that's the point. She couldn't be there for me mm-hmm. because she was herself uh, in a mess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was blaming herself, and yeah. for this, mm-hmm. for that she let me go there, that it happened.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and no one thought that you were lying or anything. There was n- never anyone who or or said, no, this is not true, or you're being stupid. No,
1: no, I haven't met anybody who would said that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, what what I. My mom told me not to tell to my grandmother, uh, grandpa, grand grandfather. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather, he is the closest person in my family to me. You know, we live together, and I spend a lot of time with him in in the garden, in the with with animals mm-hmm. in the nature. And I loved him so much. And uh, she, she, my mom, she told me you should not tell him. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It's it's already taboo, and then somebody tells you you should not tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it smells. Yeah, <laughs> it smells bad.
0: So yeah. I guess yeah, getting uh, going away meant freedom for you somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, you why why did you want to be a lawyer? I mean, what the uh, you wanted justice? You said.
1: Yeah, I think like, at some point I didn't know what to do, mm. and. During the secondary school, I did the courses, and what I was uh, studying, I I was able to understand. So I was quite universal <laughs> student, mm. but I was thinking, oh, it's prestigious, you know, it can open me door to mm. anything. So because it was this ego prestigious, <laughs> mm. <laughs> I decided going for this.
0: Mm. I did yeah. the same. I. I uh, I I went I I did law school and and I'm a lawyer but I've never worked luckily I've never worked as a lawyer yeah and I I thought exactly the same I thought it's prestige and it can open all yeah. doors and and but I, I just turned out to be five really boring years
1: yeah it gave me a lot actually mm. my older brother also studied law mm-hmm. and friends of my my friend studying law as well so I you know no. I, I saw it so I was like oh I try it.
0: But it's not an easy. I mean, uh, no, I, I, from what I've heard here in the Czech Republic, it's not like the law studies are not easy. You know, it's, it takes a lot of hard work to get through law school here, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't um, really paying attention so much to this uh, studying mm. the last years. The last, the last year, I just spent the whole year on um, studying for the state exams. Yeah, so. In the end, I had to work a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, but for the final, just for the final point.
1: Yeah, but uh, two times they kicked me out of the state exam. Mm. And at the third time, it would be if I got kicked out, I would lose five years of my life. Yeah, yeah. So then I was like, I really need to study now. So the whole year, I was going to all lectures all these seminars uh, just going make and sure studying you would make it through yeah 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 so i just spent one year
0: studying. but when did you realize it already during law school that that there was no justice it's just paragraphs and sections
1: well um, i don't know i was just reading paragraphs and it didn't give me this satisfaction inside mm-hmm. of sense or mm. you know i was i wasn't like too aggressive, I mean in like assertive mm. uh, that I would be a good lawyer in this uh, dispute or something mm. and also for me like exposure, like standing in front of people, it's very stressful, so I couldn't go this way So and you
0: knew that already
1: uh, well if I if am afraid of anything I go into it mm-hmm. So I was trying to go on and go on and go on. And,
0: and that, uh, is that part of the the recognition that you're seeking as a as a twin survivor?
1: Yeah, I think, think so. Mm. Yeah, but I I know what like searching for truth comes mm. from. Mm-hmm. It comes from this abortion. Because uh I found that I had aborted sibling uh, like 2-3 years ago and I found out myself from observing my patterns and listening to music. And I, f- I was feeling like, what's going on here? Like another partner. And I have this strange feelings towards him. I wanting t- want to take care of him like a mother. Mm-hmm. Then I wanted to send him to, but, uh, to psychotherapy, to somebody. And I was like really... Oh, I'm losing my kid. And I have this image of like five-year-old boy. Uh, yeah,
0: when you had a boyfriend and you wanted to heal him. and mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm, okay, Exactly.
1: You know? So I wanted to send him to a psychotherapist because it was dragging me down. Mm. And when I was doing it, sending him the contact for the psychotherapist, I suddenly started to feel so like, I'm losing him, I'm losing him. Mm. What am I doing? And really sadness. And I was, because of my experience, I, I know I thought, oh, it's like s- s- there's some child in, in the family mm. that was uh, lost. Mm-hmm. So I went to my mother and I asked her, mom, did my grandmother had an abortion or somebody in the family? Because it's happening strange things to me. Mm. And she said, oh yes, I had. So I found this way. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you will come a little bit more to that. Um, uh, I just but you, yeah, how, kind of how you transition from being this Miss Perfect who gets good grades, uh, is gonna learn everything about justice, is gonna save the world, she's gonna save boyfriends, she's gonna save everything, mm-hmm. and uh, um, and then. You go on on Erasmus, you took Erasmus, right? Which Mm -hmm. is like an exchange student um, program. You go to a different country and study the same thing as you're studying Mm -hmm. and it counts towards your degree, right? Mm -hmm. And there you told me when we were chatting, you said that you felt that this was in some way freedom from the limitations that being here and being involved in your family and and all these relationships Mm -hmm. was limiting you?
1: Yes, and also... Uh, You know, because I have a lot of trauma, Mm. my life is like I'm working, I can work, I'm efficient. Mm. But at some point, I have breakdown and I I just lie in the bed, resignation, depressed, and it switches. Mm -hmm. And um, and I was thinking, uh, yes, I'm going to England and now... I can create my new life and I can manage and I can have a boyfriend and you know I'm going to enjoy it. Mm. But I got there and I started to this positive building my new life, which, uh, which happened uh, at some point. But after time, I, I could not handle all the things. And at the same time, it happened to me that I fell in love with a boy and he broke up with me again. Mm. But it was not really like dating. It was just at the beginning of the relationship. But I could not understand what's happening. Mm. Yeah, why? Because it was not first time. And I suddenly I thought, well, I'm not in the Czech Republic, and here there is nobody who could affect my life, and it's happening to me again.
0: The same. The same, same patterns. The
1: same pattern. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then I came back to the Czech Republic, and uh, I met two guys. In two weeks, mm. and I fell in love with both of them.
0: That's very fast.
1: Yeah, and after first date, they broke up with me both. Uh-huh. So I was like, "Oh my God, what's what, going?" Why do
0: you think that? What, what do you think you did wrong on those dates? I'm just curious.
1: Um, the first point is that I thought, like subconsciously, I thought that the, these guys are my my uh, my womb twin. Mm. But it means that you you suddenly. You meet somebody, you feel such energy towards, like, like you you met your soulmate. Mm. So you feel like, ooh, but and then, uh, maybe per- that person cannot handle it mm. because you feel suddenly we found each other,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but that person doesn't feel it this way. No. It's too much for him, mm. so they break up.
0: Mm. Yeah because I often have have had this um um like uh, I often hear people talk about that they're disappointed in the, in the p- people that they date and uh, that oh he he didn't really want anything serious and and I'm always saying well you can't really find that out after a week or two you know some people need 3 months some people need like you said so in this case you you felt something on the first date
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you're maybe doing that to a person who needs three weeks to figure out some things you know so it can actually be a little bit scary
1: yeah yeah it is
0: and then, and then when, when this happened you, know, you, you go to England you, you know you it nothing really changes you're still the same you the same patterns you come back here still same you same patterns because the only thing that moves with us everywhere is ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> and that points you in some direction then you then you kind of transition. Then then you start looking more into all these psychological issues, right?
1: Yeah. I continued my law law studies, Mm. but because of uh, these relationships, I started to go uh, to classical talking psychotherapy, Mm. which was at that point, which was good to me, because if somebody asked me how do you feel, I wouldn't know how to answer. Mm. So... um, Psychotherapy for me was like starting to feeling myself, thinking about things differently,
0: and expressing them. And yeah,
1: yeah, exactly, yeah. But uh, it worked to a certain point, mm. and after that, it was uh, uh, all the same again. Like uh, I didn't really change how I felt, like my my resignation, my depression. my my relationships towards boyfriend, I really needed more, like Mm. uh, something different. Mm. And I did a lot of... uh, Another um, experience for me was good, which was really good, was Vipassana meditation. Mm. There I really realized how mind creates your life. I was observing my thoughts during this meditation retreat. I was there for three weeks Mm. in RAW. And
0: are these the sil- silent ones? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, three exactly. weeks in silence? Yes, yes. Wow, I can't even be silent for three minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's the point. Yeah. You, you are silent. You do not talk to anybody. Nobody talks to you. And you suddenly see a person and you have such a strange feelings like anger or like, uh, I want him. or And uh-huh. th- there... There you can recognize, oh, shit, something's wrong with me. <laughs> uh-huh. There you can see it's my mind. It's not about people around me. It's my mind.
0: Yeah, because you are actually developing some sort of a emotion or expression towards a person without knowing anything about them. Yes. Uh-huh, and then that, of course, reflects on yourself because it's, yeah, it's a self-made thing. Feeling somehow, it's not mm-hmm. the reaction to an environment mm-hmm. because the environment is silent. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, they do not react to you at all. Uh-huh. They do not tell you anything. They do not watch you, uh-huh. look at you. So wow. then you realize, yes, it's me. Three weeks. Mm-hmm.
0: I've I've heard about people that go for like three, four days. Yeah, and I thought that was a major. That's like Mount Everest to me, you know. And, and you you went to the moon, but uh, so. So you felt that the discussion therapy, like the traditional psychotherapy, gave you some sort of an understanding and some, something, but it didn't really take you far enough. Mm-hmm. So you go to Vipassana?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I met Jitka Vodnanska, uh, mm. who is a psychotherapist, very well-known here in the Czech Republic. She has like 30 years experience. Mm. And she, she does uh, Vipassana meditation for 20 years. But she also does um, family constellations. Uh, she does training in family psychotherapy. Uh, yeah, she's very experienced. She also did some body psychotherapy. Yeah. And she, she did a, this two and a half year course, which is called Hledat uh, najt pustit in Czech, which means uh, to search, mm. to found and to let go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she introduced us um, all her texni- techniques she knows from mm-hmm. art therapy, body therapy, um, family consultation, everything like this. Mm. Yeah, and there I I've I've met kind of like s- that. There's some more spiritual things into this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I got really inspired by her, and it was two and a half years. So it. It's really nice if you go to a course which takes long time, so you can have a continuous development mm-hmm. with one person.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and these courses you went to as a, are these healing courses, or were there is more to learn the theories?
1: It's for self experience, uh-huh. so it's not about uh, yeah. theories. you so you're
0: not you becoming a teacher or, or no, therapist. no, not
1: no. not this. This not it was mm-hmm. not about this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that puts you more into the spiritual side somehow. Well, bef- bef- you know,
1: before that I was a lawyer. So right, <laughs> as
0: unspiritual as possible.
1: I was, I was so rational, yeah. and I you know, what I do not try. I do not believe. Mm. So, and I was thinking, I was, I, w- you know, if you see her, she has such a life energy, mm. and she has so much experience, and you're thinking. Oh, if she does it, you know, if she has this connection or like she talks about it, this experience, well, it must be something about it. So I, I observe and I'm I'm mm-hmm. trying to dig in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then you go into even more. I mean, you and, and or it, where is it that you get into this um, kind of um, let's say I don't know how to say this prenatal and birth traumas. You know, what wh- what puts you into that direction somehow?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I can't remember exactly, but at that time I was trying all sorts of uh, therapies and um, exercises and like positive affirmations and stuff like this, which did not work for me at all. Mm. Uh, Like
0: what? Like saying to yourself in the mirror in the morning, you're great.
1: Yeah, it doesn't work at all. Mm. Yeah. I I
0: don't have any mirrors. I just know that I'm great. (laughs) 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 Oh, That's a little bit too arrogant. I will edit this out maybe.
1: It's absolutely okay. Yeah, and then I in Maitra here in Prague. What is that? Maitra, it's um, it's a place where like um, workshops takes place. Mm. There are a lot of uh, foreign um, lectures, mm-hmm. uh, like like uh, mm, you know healers mm. and like people who are doing all sorts of uh, stuff trainings. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I found. There was a course on um, birth trauma. Mm-hmm. At that time, it was called Transitions, and which means how you transfer through life because you have these patterns from the birth which you can see in your life. Mm. I, I don't know. I was just following my intuition. I just felt I want to try it. So I went there, and before I went there, I, I filled in a questionnaire about my birth, about my family, uh, surroundings, like this. And when I got, uh, uh, you know...
0: Ad- Admitted or, or... No, in
1: my turn. When was my turn yeah, yeah. At, the, at, the, at, the, at the... At the workshop. Uh-huh. Uh, they knew, because they had experience working with uh, birth trauma and prenatal trauma, they knew what might be my issue. So just from what I felt in the, in the questionnaire, they knew that I might have had womb twin. Mm-hmm. And so they said, I, I sit there and... Had you ever Jul- heard that?
0: Had you heard about it before that?
1: Not at all for me. It was mm-hmm. like, what is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I was sitting there and Julian, uh, who led the course, he told me, do you want to hear... Do you want to have um, a friend here? It was mm. Like I was sitting in the womb, I was like, like okay, why not? And he uh, he asked somebody from from the audience to sit next to me, and we li- we lie down on the uh, mattress like mm. like like, mm. like the womb. And I was I had my eyes closed. I, w- I was di- in this embryo position, and suddenly that person just left. And, you know, I felt it in my body. At, at first, I thought, oh yeah, I'm complex. I'm mm. full, I'm complete. I'm mm-hmm. complete. Mm-hmm. And when the person left, it was like tension in the body, fear in the body, and I knew that something is missing. Mm-hmm. And that day, it uh, opened me so much emotions. Mm-hmm. I started to cry. Like, f- I was crying like three, four days in row. And for me, it was like poof, like bomb. Mm-hmm. Ex- explosion of emotions which were sitting there for these 31 years. And suddenly, suddenly, all my life gave me sense mm-hmm. what was happening to me, why I go to the shop and buy things for two. <laughs> Even I was filling some questionnaire for you and I was writing in two for you, like mm-hmm. two books, Two films. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: everything for two. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So this and is kind
0: of like a enlightenment moment, you know, like it's it's you're touched by some energy. Yeah. And some some somehow um, some confirmation of something. Yeah. And then what did you do with this then?
1: Yeah, it gave me confirmation of my feelings.
0: Mm.
1: Suddenly I was like, okay, I'm normal. It's obvious that I have these emotions that my bud, my uh, twin left, it, it died, and my emotions are normal. Oh, sorry, what
0: was the question? Yeah, no, no, and where did you go from there with this? I mean, like, you, yeah. that. You, I guess when you have such an experience, you you know you're, okay, this is the track.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was just the beginning of long, long, long healing. Mm. And I have to admit, I'm still going through this process. Mm-hmm. And if I'm listening to people uh, who work with this trauma, usually, usually people who had the womb twin become psychotherapists uh, working with this trauma, mm. and they they're saying like they're healing the whole life because it's a uh, it's stronger relationship than with your mother, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Because you're next to each other in the yeah, womb.
1: Yeah, yeah. You you know he or she is the first person you meet in the life. Mm. And there's such a closeness, mm-hmm. it's like bodily feeling, it's more about bodily feelings than like emotional e- or yeah. Or yeah um no, there are a lot of emotions yeah yeah
0: or or f- yeah, yeah I know, i know what you mean, or I yeah. think I know what you mean, yeah, um, but during like how uh, um so if we talk about this a little bit because uh, yeah, maybe a little bit about trauma as such because um Trauma is, as you as you said earlier, you know, like it's easy to connect trauma to an event. You know, like you are, I don't know, you you get burglar bur- 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 in your house, or you get uh, attacked on the street, or you witness something horrible, mm-hmm. or you get abused, or, or 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 you know, there can be multiple triggers for trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what's bad about trauma? Why is trauma bad? What does it do to us?
1: Oh, yeah, that point is trauma itself isn't so bad mm. that says Julian Gustafsson. The problem is uh, the reactions of your body mm. towards it because um, trauma can trauma can create your character because of your experience you can be be you can have compassion to other people who experience the same trauma once you are healed, mm. but the reaction. Um, the point is trauma. Uh so
0: you mean, sorry. So the Julian Gustason, who I have no clue who is, but it sounds okay. great. He's probably from Sweden <laughs> or Norway.
1: Uh, he, I think he lives in Swiss, but he lives in America as well. Yeah. He he did this um, birth, uh, birth and prenatal imprint training.
0: Uh huh. But he he claims that by getting trauma, it enables you to heal other people with trauma later.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's he he says the trauma itself isn't isn't problem. It gives you good character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To
0: help then others later yeah, on. So yeah. Which makes sense because if you take like alcohol anonymous, it's usually people who have had alcohol problems who are helping other people with alcohol problems. Mm-hmm. And it may you know, if they walk those paths they know how to yeah. heal others or help others. And uh, but tra- trauma mm-hmm. reaction in the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Back back to trauma. Uh, Maybe something about the brain, Mm. because we have three brains Mm. and uh, the oldest part of the brain is this uh, reptilian brain, Mm. um, reptilian brain, which we have in common with animals. And so we have the same reactions towards stressful situations uh, as animals, which means flight, Mm. fight, freezing... Mm. Or people pleasing. Mm. Uh, it's called. Yeah, like faun. submission. It's, faun, yeah, faun, faun, yeah. it's called phone. Mm. And um, the problem is that animals, you know, uh, Dr. Peter Levin or Dr. Gabor Mate. I really
0: like how we have all these names. This is the most advanced podcast episode I have. No, no, A no. no of after, cool names. after Simona.
1: Or, uh. <laughs> yeah. And they, they worked really, like, they did a lot of research in how the brain works mm. and stuff like this. And uh, somatic experiencing, it's really working this with this. And, uh, yeah, the point is that animals, if they are in stressful situation, like endangered, mm. um, they go to this reaction of the body, like get freezed. But then when the... Uh, danger thing gets like gets in distance, get mm. away. Mm. The the animal can get out of this um, energy, it, yeah, yeah. and they, they run and they shake the body, and it releases this uh, this body stressful reactions like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it gets the flow
0: and the exactly, balance in the body again. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly.
1: And uh, the problem is that we because we have this. Neocortex, who is thinking?
0: Um, so we pr- we process it. We keep we we move it from the primitive brain mm-hmm. into the advanced brain. Yeah. And then we keep it there.
1: Uh, and we I and maintain
0: then this. Freeze. Yeah,
1: yeah. We we maintain this uh, this reaction on trauma in the body. Uh-huh. And the point is, uh, if you are in the womb, you still do not have this uh, neocortex. And you behave kind of like an animal. So if uh, something stressful happens to you, mm. uh, you freeze. Mm-hmm. Or oh, you don't really fight you, because you're so vulnerable. Mm. Um, so usually it's kind of freeze reaction. Mm-hmm. And uh, unless you have a like um, well-informed mother who after the birth can provide you safe, um, safe, um, care. Mm. Like it's called Eliza Parker. She's working with babies after, after born and later on with mm. toddlers. Mm. And she says, you should not baby cry out somewhere in the, in the bed. But if baby cries in your arms, it's called CIA. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's good because the baby is in your arms. It's a safe place, and it can cry the stress out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but if you have mom, she doesn't know, and she, you know she doesn't want know what to do. Shh, do not cry, do not cry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's like pushing the these uh, bodily reactions away. Mm-hmm. So, what does baby do? She stops crying mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's not accepted.
0: Yeah. and this, but with the trauma. So, so if you. If you get into this traumatic situation, that your body starts reacting, and and what's the effect on it to you? I mean, what's the long term? Because you know, we we hear all these um, post post traumatic stress and mm-hmm. uh, and and I mean, a trauma is. I think it's a very wide word, but mm-hmm. what's the negative effect of it um, for you, like, or for a person that? that has an experience that traumatizes the person, um, what's bad about it? Do you know what I mean? Does it harm the, I don't know, the body, the blood flow, or, you know, the nutrition, or, you know, like, or is it the brain functions that, that you know, What wh- what's the negative part?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. Because um, if you stop the reaction mm. and you do not loosen it, then the, your body holds it. Mm-hmm. So you spend so much energy on holding this uh, free expression of your body. That's what we do in the body psychotherapy. That we tell the clients follow your feelings, mm. uh, follow your body impulses. Um, so as it can be released. But you know, at the same time, there there needs to be resource. So as the person doesn't become like um, too much. Uh, Overwhelmed by the trauma, and that's what uh, that's what the trauma is. It's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So if you feel in your life that you come to the situation, like if you go to the exam and suddenly you feel overwhelmed, you feel um, you feel that your your hands mm. are stiffening mm. and your legs are stiffening, like because the, blood the stress is going. Yeah, it's like freezing the the body, mm. and you feel. Um, Mm, because the stress settles in, in the joints. Uh-huh. So you can, the, you, the hands and the legs are most affected mm-hmm. and um, suddenly your, also your brain uh, stops thinking and uh, your reptilian brain starts to react. Mm-hmm. So if maybe if you were unwanted child, you want to run out of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's your way of. Uh, reaction. It's not
0: really good to go to an exam with just a reptilian brain.
1: Exactly. It's better
0: to have the other exactly. one.
1: Exactly. It it happened to me at the exams that mm. the teachers started to asking me something and I was like. Uh, mm, you just froze. Uh, yeah, I froze. I was like, uh, what were you telling me? Yeah, yeah. I was. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> th-
0: I saw this actually. It happened to some of my my co students in law school. I remember two of them that that had were very well they they knew their stuff it's not like they were hadn't done their studies mm-hmm. and and in 5 minutes they just stood up and left because yeah. they just, they froze
1: yeah yeah and it 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 just takes so much energy you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: um but talking about this um let's say the twinless twin and 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 the 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 kind of the uh, the traumas that are related to the womb and, and and birth and and these things i mean it's actually a very broad uh, there are Multiple different types of trauma that are related to either pre-birth or during birth, or st- and and the and the first one can actually even be during the sex. Um, I found articles about uh, pre-birth trauma that already relates to just the conception of of yes. the egg mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: d- during the sexual mm-hmm. intercourse. It's a worry. I, I don't know enough about it, and and mm-hmm. that's not what I wanted to talk about. But but like um, um, you. So you you go into this, and you mentioned that when you on, on that workshop or, or or that thing in the Mitra, Mitra, what was it called that you said, where you had that uh, awakening, where they put the person with you.
1: Yes, it was this birth work transitions. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um They made you feel in a form, or like asking you how you feel, and 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 then yeah. so they knew already mm-hmm. when you, mm-hmm. your your turn was. And I, I actually I found. Uh, uh, I found like a, a, a test online test for this, and it was really interesting because I think a lot of what you have said is what I saw there. And uh, and, and just as example that they, they say here, if you felt something is missing your whole life and yeah, you you felt that. Yeah. If you felt you were afraid of rejection and you said, yeah, I was I was afraid of rejection, um, you're not realizing your full full potential somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel different from other people, you mentioned that you felt different from your family, you didn't belong there somehow, and that you've been searching for something your whole life but you don't really know what it is, um, uh, that you feel alone even when you're w- around people That because you feel different and it makes you feel alone, um, you fear abandonment like you mentioned with the boyfriends and, 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 uh, and these things, and then, yeah, they, they mention here that problems with anger, that you can either be too angry or not angry enough. Mm-hmm, but, um, mm-hmm. And then uh, that you feel unsatisfied, but you don't know why. And then, very two, two very different sides to your character. Um, can you, these things make sense to you when you hear all this? I mean.
1: Yeah, I really like uh, Mr. Cogley, Jim Cogley books. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, Would You Believe the Twinless Self? Mm-hmm. He's from Ireland. And uh, he wrote like these symptoms as well. But he says, everybody in the life can have this feeling. But if, we, if you are a womb twin, it gives you sense of your life.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, so that's, that's the difference.
0: But um, um.
1: suddenly it explains so much. About yeah,
0: yeah, because it must oh. be like uh, I was just thinking when I was looking at this online test, and then you know I was reading more about on these pages that that it's um and then that kind of made me think like it's not the first place you would look somehow. Mm-hmm. If I if I if I didn't know you and I hadn't found, I would start with your father's abuse. That that's where I would say, okay, so this is what happened, mm-hmm. and that's where, where where the healing has to start. You know. Before I met you I didn't know anything about this for example do people know about this or do you
1: Well in the Czech Republic except for these people who work with birth trauma mm. or maybe some family constellations they might know but other people they do not know at all and if you tell them they just stare at you Yeah Yeah even my mom she I asked her and she was like Okay, I don't know.
0: <laughs> and I wanted to ask you that. So when you went to your mom and, and started talking about this, what was her reaction?
1: You know, she's a very uncertain person. Oh, so wait,
0: wait. So so you went to talk to her after you did the, the workshop? Yeah. So you went to her and, and asked her about then the abortion, right?
1: No, 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 no. No, okay. at first I got to know about my womb twin.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, and... Then I ask her if she knows something that I could have uh, had possibly twin, mm. and she didn't have bleeding during the first trimester. There was no ultrasounds, so she didn't know at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she didn't really could understand me at all.
0: And she thought you th- this was weird.
1: Yeah, I think so. Weird questions yeah. or, or no? Or no, she, she doesn't ask at all. You know, she doesn't consider me being a twin.
2: <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah, so it's like, it's feeling not to be accepted at all, because nobody knows in the family, you know, Mm. and suddenly you come and say, hey mom, I'm womb twin, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I had a twin, which means you had another kid, Mm. you don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's a really strange situation.
0: And in general, with the womb twin, you know, like, if, if there is no ultrasound, no bleeding, so we're... In the absence of, let's say, physical evidence, mm-hmm. um, c- can the mom know somehow, or, or, or you know,
2: mm.
0: is there some? I don't know because I mean, uh, and because if you feel that someone left, uh, would they not feel that some something left also?
1: I have read that usually mom feels that they might having twins. Mm. But you know, nowadays there are these ultrasounds. So nowadays it's okay. It's more problem of our generation.
0: Mm. Old older. Older, yeah. Yeah. And how common is this? I mean, how 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 many of us have a twin that we don't know about?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, from the statistics, mm. uh, it is said that uh, this. Uh, Every eight to ten pregnancies starts with a twins, mm-hmm. which is given. Uh-huh. Yeah, so maybe every every eighth or tenth person had a twin.
0: So that's ten to twelve percent percent of all pregnancies. I, I actually, yeah. when you say it, I saw that also when I was reading about this. Yeah,
1: yeah, and actually, I know a lot of uh, womb twins. Uh huh. Yeah, from.
0: Or is yeah, like from yeah, like this associ- association or something. Yeah, or?
1: from this birth work.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh Yeah, I met a lot of twins there because we did like two. We did. Uh, we did two years training, and one year I was just attending, and I saw so many twins there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But sometimes uh, on Facebook, people write that um, uh, that they had some medical issues. Uh, they had some sister
0: uh, yeah like a cyst. Yeah. Cist,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it turns out to be a twin mm-hmm. so they, they found because they had some medical issue mm.
0: so <coughs> yeah you 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 can get connected to other twinless twins or womb, womb twins but just going back a little bit to to um, like the the you say they're identifying this and 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 trying to know more about this I mean so you you go to your mom and you ask and and she tells you about the the abortion mm-hmm. um, she obviously didn't know about the the twin mm-hmm. uh, but did she refuse it somehow or t- did she pu- push it away and say no, no this is nonsense or 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 or
1: you know, I didn't really... Like, I asked her, mm. and she answered me my question. Mm. I asked, have you had an abortion or somebody in the family? Mm. And she said yes. Mm. And that was all, because, you know, we're not so much connected to each other, mm. attached. And...
0: But the twin, she couldn't say anything about it. Yeah, she didn't but, know But anything. she didn't think that you're crazy.
1: Well, <laughs> I think she... <laughs> well... Mm. Yeah. But what
0: about what about her? If we take or our, our mom, like 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 your mom or any woman who mm-hmm. has had an abortion, mm-hmm. I mean, that must have an effect on 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 them. And
1: yeah, definitely. Like if a wom- woman woman has an abortion, it's a trauma for her.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, but it it is also a trauma for the subsequent child in the womb mm. because there are these energies. Mm. And as a somebody who comes to this womb, where there was a murder, mm. um, you know, uh,
0: yeah, uh, just just to make it clear, you said murder with uh, brackets.
1: Yeah, it's not considered murder mm. because medically, or like from the legal point of view, mm. uh, you become a human when you when you get born. Mm. Uh, but for me, it's like... Um,
0: do you disagree with that?
1: Um, well, you are you are a cell,
0: mm.
1: you know, you are mm. egg and sperm, and you are a cell. And you continue to be the same essence mm. or the same matter your whole life. Mm. You just grow up, mm. but do you still keep the same...
0: Yeah, you're made from the same chemical. Exactly, you know, cells, exactly,
1: you know? yeah. So if it happens something in the womb to you, you can remember it, you can feel it. Mm. Like you can remember it in this sense that you feel it. Your body has a memory. And um, what, uh, it, this, is, uh, this is scientifically proved that what the mother feels, uh, the baby feels. Mm. So whatever happens to the mother in the pregnancy, baby can feel it. Mm. Because um, because of mother ho- stress hormones, uh, Dr. Verni Thomas Verni, he he says that if mother is okay, she feels safe, she feels happy. The baby in the womb bathing in oxytocin, mm. and it creates its uh, approach to the life. So, such a person is happy in the life, feels safe. It feels that the world is safe environment. Mm. but if a baby uh, f- feels the stress hormones of mother, which needs to be like a uh, uh, long time exposed to these stressful hormones, or it needs to be uh, some like trauma, like this decision, I'm going to abortion, or mm-hmm. just just uh, thinking about abortion, baby feels. Or uh, what can be? Oh, if the child is unwanted, or mm.
0: yeah, yeah, mo- the mother is thinking, oh, my life is ended. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: So the body body of mother uh, produces these uh, stressful hormones, which is uh, cortisol, adrenaline, or adrenaline, mm. and um, baby feels all these uh, hormones, and his body of baby uh, creates this reaction mm. uh, of uh, trauma. Trauma. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Flight, fight, Mm -hmm. or freezing.
0: And what about the mom? I mean, like, if... if, Because I guess the trauma that the mom after an abortion, for example, uh, that can affect her guilt, for example, feeling guilty.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to say that uh, what mother feels, baby feels. Mm. So if... Mother doesn't go through a therapy with these uh, feelings. Like mm. uh, um, yes, I went to the abortion, but I had a relationship to the baby, and at some point maybe I have. I wanted to have this baby, and you know there are feelings of the mother. It's a mm. loss as well mm. for her. Mm. And if you become uh, another another baby,
0: uh, pregnant again, yeah, pregnant
1: again you have the same feelings of the mother. Mm. And what happened to me in, in my life, uh, uh, that I had a, uh, I had a friend and I wanted to take care of him a lot and I didn't understand why and it dragged me down. So I suggested him, I wanted to pass him an, uh, to another psychotherapist. Mm. and But when I sent him this uh, contact to the psychotherapist... Yeah, you I felt
0: s- that you were saying goodbye forever. Yeah, exactly. Mm.
1: I had this image saying goodbye to a little boy, to Mm. like five-year-old boy, Mm. waving, and I was like crying. I had these emotions, Mm. and I didn't understand Mm. why. Mm. But also, it happens to me that um, I had a boyfriend, and I broke up with him. And Mm. then I felt so much guilt about breaking up, and I didn't understand it. And it was five, five years ago, and recently... He came back here to Prague, we went outside, and I wanted to set the boundaries to my dog. So I was like, stop, don't do this. I really n- needed to show some aggression towards my dog, mm. which do not mean like um, being aggressive, like, like of, uh, you oh, know. Just and assert your authority. Yeah, exactly, assert mm. assertion. And um, I, I wasn't able to do that in front of this this uh, this guy. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, what do I don't want? He thinks about me. Mm-hmm. And from my subconscious came out, I don't want him to think that I want to kill him. Oh. So, yes, this. So I have some guilt feelings of killing somebody
0: because of your lost twin.
1: And abortion. Ah, the abortion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And here I come to the point of aggression, which is, uh, you know. Aggression, the energy of aggression, is so important in your life. Uh, if you have no aggression, you are in depression. Mm. And um, yeah, everybody. but
0: aggression has a negative exact name to mm-hmm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. But what mm-hmm. what you're talking about here is healthy aggression.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of ass- assertion. Mm. You need it. Also, if baby wants to get born, it needs to use some some. Some aggression to get out. Mm. And if you lack it in your life, like uh, children from Caesarean section, mm. uh, because they, they do not have this fighting for getting outside, uh-huh. they, they lack it and they have problem to manage things. Uh-huh. And yeah, and so if you have this um, guilt feeling to be aggressive, like uh, guilt mm-hmm. feeling, killing your twin in the womb because you took the space, mm-hmm. you took the nutrition, mm-hmm. then you have problem to say that you mind something. Mm-hmm. And if you have problem to say st- you mind something, then just people start to jump over your head.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they push you over and, and they do whatever. Yeah, they want
1: yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you just people pleaser then again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't have space. Because you have
0: a guilt, you're guilty because Mm -hmm. of the the previous aggression that you showed. Yeah. yeah.
1: So if you have a baby Mm. or a child who had this uh, vanishing twin, Mm. you should, uh, if she says something, uh, I don't like you took my toy, Mm. um, then the mother should say, uh, Yes, it's true. Yeah, like to confirm it. Because. I found out that um, uh, womb twins are very sensitive to to critic. Mm-hmm. Even my mom told me often that she can't tell me anything. That's why, because we feel uh, we feel guilt. We already feel that we are bad. So, mm-hmm. if you critic me somehow, uh, I would feel this uh, guilt guilt feeling of mm-hmm. killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. If if, a mother says something to a child it it behaves uh, in this anger or can't accept this critique, uh, it's important to say, no, it was not your guilt.
0: Not your fault, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm.
1: You have to connect it to the previous previous, uh, issues. And, you know, I have read on Facebook a lot of uh, questions in the groups from mothers about their kids. I would just answer, you know, just think about your pregnancy. Mm. And what happened during during your pregnancy how did you felt how did you feel during your pregnancy what happened during your birth mm. because it can give you explanation how your child behaves, behaves yeah. yeah and then you can think about it, you can recognize it mm. um, William Emerson from this uh, he, he worked with birth trauma for 30 years. Mm. He says just uh, tell babies the story since they are little babies you can tell them the story or you can recognize that if they are crying and you know what what can be you can say yes i know you suffered there it it must have been hard for you you know it's like everybody we want somebody recognize mm. somebody can f- see that what happened to us yeah yeah
0: yeah to acknowledge our our, exactly. our trauma exactly. our pain mm.
1: Yeah, so it's so much important to talk about. I, I forgot how got, I got here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's fine. Um,
0: it sometimes happens on this podcast that people <laughs> forget where they, how they got to where they are. Um, but so, I mean, now, yeah, we just talked a little bit about this. I mean, guys, if you're interested in this, there's just, you know, you can Google twinless twin or uh, womb womp twins, Um uh, there is tons of stuff out there. there's, ton- there's a lot of communities and different different kind of things and and uh, i yeah i would take five to ten minutes of your time and just check it out because there are we were all kids we were all in a womb one day um or yeah nine months and uh um, yeah i think it could get some people intrigued to know a little bit more but i wanted to ask you Eva, a little bit Go a little bit on, let's say, now we discussed the trauma and we discussed the the, the triggers and and, and the why and what. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit about the healing methods. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that you have on your kind of own healing path or or your own soul searching, let's say, or or searching for for answers. You looked into a lot of different therapies. You started with... uh, Traditional conversation therapy, and where are you now? What is what is the what what is what is your mm-hmm. go to tool?
1: Yeah, uh,
0: because you're helping people, you're healing people now. Yeah, and and yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that for trauma, mm-hmm. it's uh, very important to work with the body because you know it's body body reactions, and um, so you the I think any body psychotherapy is good. And, you know, there are a lot of uh, directions in this. And, you know, first uh, first guy who was into body psychotherapy was uh, Wilhelm Reich, mm. like in in 30s. He was a psychoanalyst. And he was also prison, got prison, for touching people during therapy.
0: Mm-hmm. Inappropriate, or uh, considered oh, to be inappropriate. Exactly, mm.
1: yeah. And from this uh, Reich, Reich, direction, Reich therapy, mm. uh, uh, there were like um, mm. there evolved uh, different um, various methods. Various yeah, methods, yeah. Mm. and I'm doing one of them. It's like Neo-Reichen, uh which is biodynamic body psychotherapy. Uh, it is. Uh, it was. Um, um, <laughs> it was it was founded by Gerda Boisen, which was Norwegian uh, mm. psychotherapist, but she was also uh, working physici- like working with the body, ma- doing massage. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's working um, with body and uh, through massage mm. using stethoscope. And you you're listening to the stethoscope, and when you touch some muscles, you can hear uh, the the working of your Mm. working of your uh psychoperistatics like of your guts.
0: So basically during the therapy session mm-hmm. she listens to how the body reacts. Yes, uh-huh. yes,
1: yes. And like biodynamic, it's kind of principle you follow the energy of the client. So there is a very important principle, the pleasure principle mm. that you you know you help client to get back his her strength mm. through through working with, with the body,
0: but how um, how does it like so? Let's say that I was having this therapy and I would be. I, I'm lying on a on a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you massaging my shoulders, or, or 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 are you talking to me, or both?
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, what I usually do mm. is uh, you come with the topic, and when you start to talking about uh, your relation to your mom, uh, I, I can say- um, As an example. That's an example, yep, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, uh, where do you feel it in, in your body? Mm. Yeah, I start to ask about your body. Mm-hmm. Is there any impulse you want to, to do? Um, where is uh, Where do you feel good in your body? Like, is there anything I can do for you? Mm. And I can do massage at that point. Um, or you can have. I need to express a strength, so I I do counter force to you. So as you can find where is your strength. Um, yeah, it's like um, working with the body, like, like what it wants to show. Mm. And um, usually, if some if there's body, something shows. There's also some emotion connected to it. Yeah, and you want to express it. And as a therapist, I want to. Uh, saturate your your needs. Mm. So as uh, if you were humiliated, I can recognize your feelings or mm-hmm. whatever.
0: So yeah. so it's a um, it's kind of a mix of a conversation therapy and and a and and yeah. let's say a physical.
1: Yeah, it important is you uh, you focus on the body mm-hmm. and you reflect it. Mm-hmm. It's not only in your head. Yeah, yeah, because you know we tend. Sometimes we just tend to rationalize, we tend to overthink,
0: especially lawyers.
1: Yes. <laughs> or, you know, we mm. try to find excuses, mm. but your body doesn't lie. Mm.
0: And I was curious about that because when I was reading about this, they they were talking about the gut, uh, the stomach, you know, mm-hmm. that that is so important to to and 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 that how the an unhealthy stomach based on unhealthy habits or food can actually poison the rest of the body and cause psychological issues or enhance them
1: yeah it your your guts can process your neurosis mm-hmm. so if your guts are okay uh, you are better in coping with uh, the stuff.
0: And the people that come to you, I mean like, uh, so you said that if I if I would come to you, then you ask me what the problem is. But <clears throat> if I don't know what the problem is, are mm-hmm. you going to help mm-hmm. me find out?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'm do doing two trainings. This mm. one is in biodynamic body psychotherapy mm. and the second one is in aerogenetic. I'm mm-hmm. doing the, the third or fourth year now. Mm-hmm. With Goosey Grace Volem. Uh The funny is uh, one is led by Mona Lisa Boyson, and the second led is led by Goosey Grace Wolem and they are cousins. Uh-huh. So it's complementary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I can do both, and I use both. And uh, now I'm doing massage um, under supervision of uh, Grace Wolem. Mm. She has her own system, and uh, she works uh, with massage as well. And she has this. Um, uh, system or, or structure where she connects the phases, like from Freud phases, like prenatal, oral, an uh, and so on, mm. and to the emotional organs um, and to meridians and how you feel. Mm. And I have to admit, I still have no clue how it works. Mm. <laughs> I'm slowly getting to it. Mm but uh, i really love the massage because uh, some clients comes and tells something and if you di- now the diagnosis does grace mm. i'm learning it mm-hmm. and she she does the diagnosis she says this is this face and you should massage this and this muscles mm-hmm. and what i can see during the massage that trauma can be healed without entering into the emotions of trauma, what well, I can see that the massage, like discharge, mm-hmm. the uh, the energy and mm-hmm. the emotions of trauma, and the client do not really suffer. Um, from my experience, it's um, uh, I have f- thoughts in my head, I am unwanted, um, I do not trust my mother, mm. and stuff like that, but it's just thoughts, I do not have these emotional burst outs. So for me, I now I prefer this, this massage therapy.
0: So that's basically, if I get it right, then basically what you're saying is that uh, you're actually healing the trauma or, or the underlying issue mm-hmm. uh, without necessarily talking about the issue as such. It's more about finding out where in the body it manifests itself and releasing the energies. Mm. Please say yes. It makes me sound very clever
1: in the biodynamic body psychotherapy. Yeah, yes. that's what I, I yes. was
0: talking no, about. <laughs> okay, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. in the other one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Because you know, you can have a trauma in um, in different life phases, mm. and you need to. Um, how would I say? If you do not feel safe, you can probably can't manifest in in the world. Mm. So you know there there needs to be some um, how to build on mm. yeah so there needs to be structure
0: mm-hmm. um, and what you know what, what are people because comment- I want Sorry? to say yeah. I want to
1: say working with body it's very easy to open the trauma
0: mm-hmm.
1: as I told you that my first uh, knowing about my womb twin I was crying for four days mm-hmm. for me it's not acceptable happening in this in therapy days. Yeah, it's just, yes, you open-mind trauma, but what else, you know? Because
0: Yeah, because you um, can't keep the customer there for four days and heal yeah, him again yeah, when yeah. he's finished crying. I
1: think this, uh, I think this uh, birth uh, work, mm. um, like opening prenatal and birth trauma, is it's very good for children or toddlers because they still have parents mm. that can provide safe place, mm. they can provide resources to you. But as a 40-year-old guy, you don't have uh, your mom and father next to you all mm. day. Mm. And you need therapist next mm. to you that that can provide you like relation, safe place. Yeah. So this birth work, I think it suits for kids. But it does not suit for uh, adults. Mm. Because you open it and you have to go to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it happened to me that I could not work for 30 days. I was just going like... Uh, I was like, how is it called, like that that person. Mm, Like a zombie. Zombie, yes, exactly. And I could not think at all. Mm. And I was just sitting there, okay, I should do something, a lot of procrastination. Mm. And it really affected my work. So I think the point of therapy is you need to have resources Mm. going to the therapy. So as you can uh, be functional in your life, daily life. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. it can paralyze you. Yeah, exactly. So. But, but and what are people coming to you with? What are kind of the, the, the classic issues, let's say, without going into any details of any individuals or anything like <laughs> that? But mm-hmm. what, who, yeah. who comes to you? Because, you know, I guess a lot of people think that you're just some witch.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a nice person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to help people who have the same experience as I have, uh-huh. which means that they do not know why they feel the way they feel, mm-hmm. and if they they have a problems with the boundaries, um, you know they have they are they are a lot of in resignation. Uh, they have problem feelings, bad feeling body, or you know if they they go to the exam they get triggered. Mm. You know they their body gets flooded and can't think or yeah. So what? But you know if somebody comes to you, you can work anything with the body. Yeah.
0: Uh, have you seen now um, just out of curiosity i mean d- during now I, I know you haven't been doing this for a long time uh, but i mean you've been on this path for a long time or while, or quite a while but uh, do you see anything like now during th- these covid restrictions and this uh when people were not able to go uh, did you see something in this was there some uh, because in some way it's uh it's like a so cultural society trauma. You know, everyone is traumatized. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. do people come to you with different things or, or something after this or during or?
1: Um to me not really.
0: No?
1: Um usually they just having some problems or issues so they've had already Yeah uh, previously. Yeah yeah, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can see more fear in the society mm. nowadays.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's a powerful tool, fear. Yeah. For the ones that have the power.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Um, but uh, uh yeah. Um, so you were in some way, at the same time, you're you're, <coughs> as as you're healing others, you're also healing yourself. Mm-hmm. Does it help you? to keeping yourself on the right track, to be helping others?
1: Yeah. It helps me to realize things, mm. to, to, to see more patterns, what happens if something happens to a person. Mm. Yeah, but for me, therapy is, um, you know, be fully present for the client. And for me, being fully present for the client, it's like I stop thinking about my shit.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you said the relief. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's nice. But uh, how 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 do you feel that? You at, know, at the
1: same time, I have to admit um, that because I do massage mm. and I had my womb twin, and my my connection to my womb twin was like energy connection. Mm. So if I use my hands of, on clients, I feel the energy, like interchange of the energies, and that. Reminds me my womb story with my womb twin. So every time I massage a person,
0: it brings you back, it
1: brings me back Into to my it. yeah, uh-huh. to, to my memories of my twin.
0: And is that does that feel bad?
1: No, not at all. Like, I have to admit, I didn't have this ability before because I was, I was in trauma, I didn't mm-hmm. feel my body at all. Mm-hmm. I had to work through this to get in this state. I can feel energy, um, but uh, this is what this is good thing about my trauma, that um, and I can and now I can use it for clients. Mm. That I have this ability. I can mm. feel if there is a block in the body, then there is no flow.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or I, if I put my hand on the client and suddenly I feel the flow of the energy, so I know. Oh, yeah, this is the exact point mm-hmm. where the client needs to have a contact mm-hmm. or touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but. Uh Oh, I had something great that I was gonna ask you about. totally forgot it shit <laughs> um but yeah, if I would have met you five years ago when you were you you were kind of that's when you kind of fuck the law I'm going into psychotherapy I'm going on a healing path N-
1: would no no it was like oh, sorry
0: now when was that uh, some years ago you you kind of
1: yeah when was twenty five I started uh, going for psychotherapy myself, yeah. and like five years ago, I started to do trainings.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So these five. But if yeah. I would have met you ten years ago, uh-huh. let's say, mm-hmm. would you have been a very different person than you are now? Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How?
1: Yeah. You know, I was trying to please people. Mm. I, I could not uh, set my boundaries. I couldn't say what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you're
0: stronger. I mean, you have you yeah. have you're more assertive. You. Yeah. And yeah. Uh-huh. I I
1: really now nowadays I really think what I want, not mm-hmm. what other people want, mm-hmm. which I used to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is really important for me is truth. Yeah. What is true? Be authentic. And not too afraid to express my truth.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's often hard for other people. Some people are not used to us yeah. telling the truth. You, you know? know,
1: but if you're strange mm-hmm. <laughs> if you are womb twin, yeah. <laughs> nobody knows it. Yeah. And suddenly you tell to your family and friends that you are twin. Yeah. <laughs> it's um funny. Yeah.
0: But talking about the family, have you how how was your relationship with you said that you're not in a a lot of contact with your, your mother, or or yeah, your contact, but your connection is not necessarily.
1: Yes, I'm in contact with my mother, but um, it's hard for her to understand me, like to tune in me emotionally. Mm. Yeah,
0: and and what about your father?
1: Um, uh, with my father, because of grace, bolem, mm. I two years ago, uh, I forgave him. And I started to be in contact with him. Like I go two times a year to to Sechin
2: mm.
1: uh, to visit my family. And actually, I really love him mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's he is really nice energy. He's really person who loves playing guitar. And he, I think, he actually knows how to live. Mm-hmm. You know, he also has his sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Uh, I really enjoying it, so I'm I'm very sorry that I lost all this connection with this family for such a long time. Mm. But I'm very happy I got it back.
0: Well, and how, when you said that two years ago, you 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 forgave him? Mm-hmm. Did you do it like formally or or towards him, or was it just inside you that you forgave him? Uh, or both? I had
1: I have individual session with Grace, uh-huh. and she told me. If you don't want to just bathing in these emotions forever, mm. just write a letter to your father, mm. tell him what you remember from childhood, the good things. Mm. So I had to really dig in what I loved about him as a mm. kid, and then write him that you forgive him and uh, that you love him. And I sent him this letter, and he replied me immediately if I would like to come. Uh, for my grandmother's ninety eighth anniversary,
0: uh-huh. birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. So I I went there. Yeah.
0: And and was it easy for you to walk in there and and uh, meet him or or? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, of course not. It. W- I had a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. You know. I like. Um. I was afraid my boundaries going to be. Mm. Attacked Pro- or yeah yeah. Yeah, program, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I was like, okay, now I'm adult and I know how to defend myself. Yeah. Because if you are a child or at any age, you you trust people you love and you're not uh, prepared to protect yourself. Mm. So,
0: but I'm curious about this forgiveness because uh, often people think that forgiveness is weakness, mm-hmm. that you're accepting to lose to someone and the people who knew this that like in your family that knew that this has happened and they knew that you didn't have that relationship with your father for all those years when you when they found out that you had forgiven him and you were building that relationship again were they surprised I believe so mm-hmm.
1: yeah i haven't told my mother i hadn't told anybody from that side mm-hmm. i just did my way mm-hmm. and i think my mom must have been very surprised
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but you know it's not about her, no, it's, no it's, it's about, about you, my you know. relationship, and that's how I take it mm. it's her problem
0: yeah, 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 I understand, but it's uh-huh. just it's it's it takes you have to be brave, yeah, to do this because it's um it's like yeah many many things in society are a taboo, and forgiveness is one of them and 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 I think for people often don't even understand what forgiveness is because forgiveness is more for you Mm than for the other person. Yeah. It's the only way for you to let go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, like for my, to my father, forgiving my father wasn't so difficult than forgiving to my mom. Mm. And, but what helped me to forgive my mom was that I bought a puppy. And I suddenly got in this position being kind of mom Mm. of my puppy. Mm. And then, you know, usually you think I would do things differently. <laughs> mm. But uh, I got this uh, got in this role, the same role. Mm. And I was exhausted. I was desperate. Mm. And it was just the puppy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I was in the same situation. I was alone on the puppy. She was uh, alone on the baby. Mm. And suddenly I, I understood, I have no energy. I can't give to the puppy anything.
0: Mm. And
1: I had my... My image, how it should look like, but it, it, was it, it reality was totally yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And that this experience helped me to forgive my mom, mm. but it was very difficult. Mm. Yeah, so it's I am not expert on forgiveness. Mm. <laughs> it's very actually, it's very hard.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah, we mentioned it a few times. I mean, like. Um, over the time that you know that you've been um, working on those things and identifying those things in yourself, mm-hmm. um, I guess a lot of the stuff that you do is considered a little bit strange. Um, I think a lot of people that will listen to this mm. will think that everything we talked about is weird.
1: Well, not in the community of uh, scientists mm. and psychologists or psychotherapists who work with birth trauma. No, but yeah. but outside of that, yeah, I guess it's yeah, still yeah. But yeah. uh, but I think I really should mention one thing here mm. because we're still talking about pregnancy and mothers and I think that mothers are already under huge pressure from society mm. and you know talking about this can put them under more pressure mm. this is what I do not want to no no yeah I just want to say that you know if had if things happens it should be recognized because as a baby in the womb, you have a right to self-determination. Mm-hmm. Which is a li- mm-hmm. legal concept.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's important to to tell and recognize babies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I I, I guess that um, a a lot of this um, <coughs> I saw somewhere that this um, uh, pre-birth traumas and 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 uh, a lot lo- or the, actually the the twinless twin, or the womb twin um it's only 40 years old concept in medical science because as you mentioned earlier there was no ultrasound there was nothing like that people didn't really know and uh, and it's i'm pretty sure that prehistoric humans knew this somehow they had the sense for it and we have just lost it in some uh, mm-hmm. you know in, in in pharmacies you know in, in in some pills and antidepressants and whatever but um uh, uh, you know
1: it's not It's not only twin, you know. You have also connection to placenta, for yeah, example. Yeah. And I just, during pan massage, I just had the experience that they cut my placenta. And I was like, bastards, you took my mom. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in the therapy, I was like imagining that I having a cocktail from this placenta and the, the second half, I'm uh, growing a tree on this placenta, uh, which um, reconciliated, um my relationship to mm. it, and also I needed to express uh, uh, thankf- being thankful to it, gratitude, mm. gratitude to it. So, and you know, there was a time it was thought that babies do not feel anything, mm-hmm. so they didn't get an analgetics or anything mm. to, mm. if they were treated at the hospitals, and that's also the point, I think, that um, you know, the doctors, like obstetric Obstetrics, mm. they do not want to hear this because mm. they have this routine um, schedules and they do, you know, I would say, mm. you know, they would have to change mm. what they are doing for 40, 50 years.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, and it takes takes long time to change because you have yeah. generations yeah. in, you know, people are, as you say, like yeah. people are working 30, 40, 50 years in the same field and you need new people. And this, I mean, so in, in some sense, this what we've talked about here is new science. It's in, in a way, you know.
1: It's here already thirty years, you know. Yeah,
0: but it's still it's still relatively new, considering yeah. what we've been doing the time before, you know. Yeah. Um, will you ever stop? Are you gonna continue on your healing path um, yourself? You know, are you? Is it a non? say oh ongoing or work in progress? You know, it's mm-hmm. it, or does it have an end goal?
1: I hope so, but what I can see, mm. like uh, from from older people, like gurus and teachers and mm. uh, these guys, I can, I think it's a never-ending process mm. in one life.
0: Mm. Yeah. So. And and uh, and you're gonna continue to help other people. Yeah. You're not gonna definitely. become a lawyer.
1: No, I finished this career. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I congratulate yeah, you. Yeah,
1: but you know the point is that more more you work on yourself mm. then you feel more aware of yourself and you feel better mm. you know you you have more energy to live you do decisions that are for your for you mm. not for others mm. and you know your life is better quality then
0: mm. yeah and then you can be a better person for all the people in your life and so yeah on. It, yeah, it just, yeah
1: yeah it it's worth worth working on yourself
0: mm. um we're almost finished, uh, Eva. Where can people follow you? And you know, you have a web page or social media. Is there? I will put the links to all of that in the episode description, so you can, guys, that are listening, you can you can find that there. But Eva, if you want to tell us a little bit,
1: mm-hmm. uh, so I have a web page mm. which is uh, www. semtuprotebe. Mm. which means I'm here for you. Uh-huh. So if you put Google Translator. Uh-huh. <laughs> You can find it, I think, and also I have Facebook and Instagram page, mm. uh, and you can follow me there. Okay. And you can find a contact there, so if you have any question, I can I can answer to that.
0: Okay, and that's on 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 Instagram. It's Eva.
1: No, it's the same. Aha, it's the same.
0: Same as the other one. Mm-hmm. Aha, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm following the wrong profile. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You do. I'm, I'm following the right one. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Um, Guys, thanks for listening. Follow the show. Uh, That's the Facebook page, the Bunker How the Hell Did We End Up Here and uh, Instagram, Bunker Prague. Um, And uh, yeah, if you know any cool people in Czech Republic or Prague that I should meet and talk to, then let me know. Always on the lookout for new people. And I find most of my uh, guests in a very random way uh, on very different places. And um, uh, yeah, I think... And if you want to see me, on a photo for like two, three hours on YouTube, then there is a YouTube channel, The Bunker, how the hell did we end up here? But it doesn't have any videos, it's just the audio with a photo of, of the beautiful me, plus my guests, but mainly me, uh, for, yeah, up to two to three hours. You know, my, my, my shows are long. Um, Eva, it's been great having you here. I know so much more about this stuff than I knew before I met you. I'm very thankful. Me too, yeah, thank you. It's been you. a pleasure and I hope I hope that uh, yeah, you just continue on this, this is super interesting.
1: Thank you for this opportunity.
0: Thank you guys, bye bye.